Hi there, you're listening to Fuck It, I'm Starting a Business. My name is Henna and welcome to episode 53. This is the series where I talk about what's working, what's not, ups, downs, challenges and hacks when it comes to running your own business or starting up a project. On today's episode, I'm going to talk about anxiety. Um, Anxiety is something which I didn't really experience as much as what I do experience now. And it's a really, really um, fascinating topic because anxiety is something which is out of your control. It's something you feel and perhaps the output and how others see it comes out in a slightly different way. And it's one of those things that if you don't get control over it, it starts to get control over you and you can't let that happen. So on this episode, we're going to be, um, well, I'm going to be telling you a little bit about how anxiety is affecting me. Um, where it appears when it comes to this, what are some of the pressure points and just some of the the hacks, if you like, that I'm doing to combat it. Now, I will wholeheartedly admit that it's not something which I feel like I'm on top of, but what might be interesting for anyone else who's experiencing it is um, I didn't really experience much huge amounts of anxiety about stuff before I started this journey so it's not that I'm an anxious person so there is definitely um, triggers within this process um, which have created it and you know you need a whole set of tools to take it on and I think it's important we talk about this a common trigger for anxiety is the feeling of being overwhelmed so you might be at that stage where your to-do list doesn't really exist anymore or it's so long that it's gone onto a second page or perhaps you've decided just to rely on your memory because you just can't contain and write things down you just don't have time um, whatever it is feeling overwhelmed is without a doubt one of the biggest causes of anxiety and um, as soon as you start noticing that feeling it's best to get it under control so there are a couple of things within this that I've done which have helped me because feeling overwhelmed is definitely um, oh, definitely one of the biggies so the first thing is is um, make a list of all your tasks especially the recurring tasks um, so split that recurring non-recurring now when you look at your recurring tasks i want you to label what can i delegate what would you love to delegate um and every task that can be delegated um i want you to write that down even if you think i don't have the finances for it or um any other reason uh it doesn't matter just make a note Then it's worth looking at these and thinking at what stage can I delegate them? So there are things which you might be able to delegate because you don't have enough knowledge. So for instance, accounting is a popular one. Um, Maybe it's terms and conditions and some of the legal aspects. You're going to delegate that to somebody who, who knows what they're doing because you don't. So there's some items like that. 
And then there's other items which um, you know yourself and you've done them before. And these ones work really well when it comes to delegation. So you've you've got them down and now you're at a stage where you can teach somebody else how to do it. These ones are the ones that you really want to start clearing out because your attention can now go on other things. And then there's other tasks which are just perhaps very admin-y. So um, there's those too. Now, with amongst the tasks that you can delegate, um, don't be afraid of looking at things like Fiverr or Upwork or Freelancer. Um, there are plenty of people all over the world who work at different rates um, who are perfectly, perfectly smart enough to take on your tasks and do them brilliantly. And to get the best out of them, those tasks that you do do, start documenting, making notes as to how you do it, everything from if it's data, what format the data's in or whatever else. And then you've got that ready to give. Um, And you can, you definitely can. So getting yourself a virtual assistant uh, person who is is actually amazing. And one of the best things I did, I wish I did it earlier. In fact, I've yeah, I'm always looking for more. So, um, because it helps, it really does. It takes a, a whole, um, whole lot of stress off you, and you become more of a reviewer rather than a doer. And because you've, this is a task that you can do, you can review a lot quicker and comfortably, and your time is cut. And it is generally worth doing. Um, and you might be able to make it work because. For myself, I thought, oh, I wouldn't be able to, but actually it's worth every penny. The other thing to look at when it comes to delegating is, are there any automation hacks that you can do? So for instance, is there technology that you can use that can make your life easier? Maybe you get something completed somewhere and then you have to fill it in somewhere else. Can you sync it up? Um, And to do this, you could... um, you could obviously learn yourself and look into what tools are available and if this is an area which you know nothing about uh, it's time to get out there and start asking questions i think there are people probably who can help with this as well on um you know those channels that i mentioned earlier like fiverr and upwork who look at automation tools um and technology which can you know trigger things so it usually works on if this happens then this should happen so for instance if somebody says yes or if somebody wants to have an appointment with you then it will automatically create a calendar invite in your diary and their diary instead of you doing something like that yourself Um, there are always tasks that you can cut down whether it's um, chasing invoices maybe you can set a recurring task so for instance if the invoice has not been paid then they will automatically receive an email two weeks later from the date that the invoice was due or whatever so there are definite um, definite things that you can always reduce whether it's technology or people but um, the more you do this the lighter your load will be The other thing I just want to add when it comes to dealing with um, feeling overwhelmed um, is maybe you have actually got too many things that you are doing and you need to cut them down. And that can be quite difficult. But the the rule of thumb here is if it's not 
providing you money, if it's not promoting your business, generating more customers, then what is it doing on your list? Because you are a busy person. And if you needed someone to say this, I'm going to say this to you now, that if you are, for instance, this is such a common, common case, but you are doing Facebook, you are doing Twitter, you are doing LinkedIn, you are doing Instagram, and you're not sure if Facebook's really working for you, and it's sucking up your time, cut it off. You can add it later. Yes, there's benefits to being across all platforms, but you know what's a greater benefit? You. You in good health and feeling less stressful. So don't be afraid of doing that. Um, I did something which I feel a little bit like I really got the the repercussions of, but I don't regret it. So I had paying customers paying for a particular product and I broke the number one rule in business, which is that I took it away from them. Why? Because it was causing me so much stress that I was unable to carry on the task that I felt would be bigger and more beneficial in the long run. And it wasn't an easy decision and I'm sure there are consequences to it. But my gosh, did I feel so much more better after. And if I'm not in good health, then everything else suffers and it's only a matter of time until we reach burnout. And the whole point is, is you don't reach burnout. So even if you get nothing else from this episode or you feel like, actually, yeah, there's things I need to do. There's, this is, there's quite a few big tasks that I've mentioned. Time to stop this. Time to make a list of all your recurring tasks and non-recurring tasks. And it's time to make a list and really consider what is not really working for you. What can be cut? Because part of being a a CEO or managing your own business or your own occupation, whether you're a freelancer or have a, a huge company, is knowing where to make the cuts. It's the tough decisions. So you have to sit there objectively and be like, well, what's useless? Where is the dead link in all of this? What can go and what can be given? Sorry, guys, if you heard that, that was the doorbell. I was waiting on a parcel, so it finally arrived. Yay. Um, All right, so we're going to move on to the second one. Um, So the second um, way of, um, well, reason and and way of combating it is energy. So I feel like when you're starting to feel sluggish or just a bit down because obviously anxiety brings you down as well it's a bit of an evil cycle you feel anxious because you're feeling down and then that makes you feel more down you need to boost your energy and um, one thing which I find helps me is if I have a really good breakfast now don't dismiss this just yet because this isn't just a have good breakfast but it just makes me feel so good especially if I have bread with avocado with some salmon and eggs and then just a a fruit juice there is something about that combination where it it kind of I guess it ticks all your taste buds as well um and you can add a bit of salad to it as well and it's very filling it gives you a lot of energy but you feel really clean and light and even today I was so stressed but having that just felt like it kind of carried me a little bit more so if you are are feeling anxious and truth be told your breakfast isn't very good 
And I'm going to ignore the rest of the, the meals really just for a second because it could be that you're over snacking and you're eating the wrong foods. But if we start with your breakfast and you get your breakfast right, then it will impact the other foods that you have. And you can only do so much, you know, bit of bit at a time. So the first thing I'm going to say to you is, are you having a breakfast? And if you're not having a breakfast, what can you do for yourself? Because I'll admit, avocados, they're going up in price. Salmon as well. Um, so, but it's worth it for me. This is the treat that I give myself and it just, it's worth it. So... Could you just make sure that you have a really nice breakfast, something which you would enjoy that you can create really easily as well? Um, and then will that help you? And I'm going to add on to that as well in terms of food is um, for me. Now, everyone obviously responds differently to caffeine. Um, some people have a lot of it. Some people don't. Um I've noticed that if I have a cup of really good coffee, I'm not talking about your crappy coffee, but like beautifully brewed coffee, it does make me work really fast and it kind of, it makes me fidgety, but it lets me power in, especially if I've got a little bit of music in the background. So there's particular coffee shops that I go to, which make beautiful cups of coffee and they're They've got the perfect tempo of music, you know, not too fast, not too slow. It's not too busy, but there's a bit of consistent buzz. And for just three hours, even though I'm feeling really anxious, I can actually just make myself do tasks. So that's perfect. Okay, so now we've talked a bit about um, feeling overwhelmed and we've talked about food and getting your breakfast right, but also figuring out if you can basically... Um, benefit from a caffeine fix that's just my own hack so maybe it will work maybe it won't but um, you know good coffee with good quality beans definitely has a positive impact on me compared to the normal crappy coffee so if that's not something you've tried before maybe try it Um, perhaps it works perhaps it doesn't but it's always worth giving it these kind of things a go if you can um, the third thing about anxiety, which I want to mention is um, how just a little bit about what I've noticed I do when I'm anxious. So I today I've been a bit anxious because I've just got um, a few issues that have come up that I don't know how to handle. And for me, that is a trigger. If I don't know how to handle something and I'm feeling out of my depth, I start to retreat and I become a bit paralyzed in my actions. So I don't know what to do. So I do nothing and I just kind of feel stuck and it's so crap. It's absolutely, absolutely crap. The The way to make yourself do work when you're feeling paralyzed is to give yourself one function, one task to do that doesn't require too many decisions so it's something which maybe you've done before something which just needs doing that has a process or a way to do it and you do it because the thing is is that when you um you know are feeling quite a high level of anxiety which i am today to be honest 
I can't make decisions. I have started to freeze up. So we can only, you know, for me to be of any use to myself, realistically, until I come out of this state, I can only do a few things. Um, and the the less thought involved, the less um, decision making involved, the more likely it is that I will actually get that task done, as opposed to just sitting there and feeling anxious or feeling um, more overwhelmed or increasing my anxiety, which is even, even worse. So today, for instance, I did have a good breakfast, which I felt like carried me through. Um, I did go to a coffee shop and I sat down and I did some really, um, some proof checking, which I've done before, very monotonous task, but I just got on with it and did it. And there's only one way to do it. Um, And that worked for me. But I still feel anxious. If you asked me to, you know, decide what I'm going to be working on for the next three years or make decisions about things, it would it would be useless because I'm too anxious. And also, I do this thing, which is really bad, but I feel like my heart or, you know, it's like freezing up. So I've noticed it's, I put my hand on my chest because I'm feeling anxious and I I think that is me that's showing just how bad anxiety can get and that's me maybe trying to take control of it I don't know but it's almost like a natural reaction where my hand gravitates and just kind of presses down a little bit um like I'm doing it now and it just feels like I need that it doesn't help at all but it's almost it's just some kind of weird um react not reaction but action so yeah i am yeah anxiety is is horrible and not easy at all now the next thing is is um you need to figure out what is causing your anxiety so i've already mentioned things like feeling overwhelmed if you're not feeling overwhelmed what is it and maybe like me you're feeling out of your depth a bit um, or a lot and if you're feeling out of your depth the chances are is that you're going to continue feeling out of your depth so what you need is someone who can help you you either learn yourself but that can take a bit of time and during that period you'll probably continue to feel anxious or you get some help now for getting help is dependent on quite a few things who you know, do you know the right people, how much does this help, Um, are you in the right location to get help as well, maybe you're in a village and you need to kind of go to the city or whatever, it's not going to be easy but you need people around you who know what they are doing and can advise you who you can trust and for me the development process of this has been so tough and i and this is what's causing my anxiety at the moment because i'm changing developers once again um which makes me feel so crap but it needs to be done and it's about do i make the right decisions do i not how can i tell um and and also it's going to cost me so that makes me anxious because what if it doesn't work out and I lose that money so all these things start toppling up 
Um, and I'm glad I've taken some active steps in this. They've not come to too much use yet, but they may help you. So I am on a app called Shaper, which is um, kind of like a networking app. Being active on LinkedIn might help you. If you need help in something, just say it. Maybe somebody will provide it or know someone who will. If you don't ask, you don't get. So you could say, hey, I'm feeling out of my depth in these areas. Does anyone know anyone friendly who might be able to just give me a little bit of advice? And then that way you kind of have that conversation uh, with a bit more ease. If you're in the wrong location for something, go to where the people are. So, for instance, um, if it's finance, go to a finance meetup or an event taking place about finance. Um, go to where somebody who can help you is. That's the, the core thing to do. And if you're still struggling and you've tried all of these things... Um, then you need to figure out how can you reach the person you need to reach. So what does this person do? Where do they hang out? If you've, you know, even tried contacting people randomly on LinkedIn, who knows? But you need to work it out and go backwards because you're not gonna, you basically need a sounding board. And yeah, you have to do it. So those, I mean, from just in terms of um, perspective there, um, it, it's, it is hard, especially if you, you're not sure whether um, you're getting good advice or not. But then you need a couple of people, obviously, to kind of feel like you're getting somewhere. So those are some hacks for dealing with anxiety also some of the causes for anxiety I would love to know if anyone's got any hacks I know some people meditate um I'll just add on one more actually uh I read this book called I think it's called essentialism and they said something that stuck with me that I'm trying to do is that one thing which causes stress is being late so what you should always do is give a 50% buffer to whatever you're doing. So let's say you're having a meeting and you think it'll be done in an hour. And then let's say straight after that hour, you've said, okay, I'm going to do a call because I'll be free. Instead of giving yourself five minutes in between, give yourself half an hour. Because by giving yourself that buffer, you give yourself more time to think. If things go over, you're not stressed. You also get more time to prep because you just don't know what might happen. And ever since I started doing that, it really has made a whole lot of difference. Um, they give this great example of the person who manages to get from place A to B in 10 minutes that one time thinks every time they can do that and they can't. So they're always running a bit late. They're always saying sorry. Um, but when it comes to making that trip, they think, yeah, I can do it in 10 minutes because I've done it before. That's just a, a cause of stress of your own doing. Instead of giving yourself that 10 minutes because you've done it before, give yourself 15 minutes because you're living by giving yourself a buffer. So buffers are incredibly important, uh, not only in timekeeping, but in your work, in terms of deadlines, um, in terms of pay 
as well. So if you're paying someone for some task, have a little bit of buffer available in case you need to up it because otherwise you're going to always be feeling like you're on the edge of something and that causes anxiety too. So if you guys have any hacks which are working, perhaps things that you adopted yourself, I would love to know um, because this is a real issue and I wanted to cover it whilst I'm semi in this state. So like I said, I've been feeling quite anxious, but saying that I did manage to get some work done, even though I'm at, I'd say, quite high on the anxiety scale today. And it made sense that I come on and and talk to you guys whilst I'm like this because it will just be more there, right, for you to pick up on. So sorry if I'm coming across anxious as well in my voice, but um, (laughs) I am, so, but it's okay. So what I'm going to do now is um, get on with a couple of um, really monotonous tasks that just need doing. And I'm going to try and fix the problem which is causing me the most anxiety um, and and try and make sure that I give myself a bit of buffer within it too. So yeah, thanks for helping. (laughs) All right, guys. Bye-bye.